Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbele. One of the curious aspects of my time in Australia, which was completely impromptu and completely unplanned for, was the return of, I'm going to use his name in Field of Chaos, a gentleman called Kingston in Field of Chaos, who is a real person. He really exists, independent of my writing, independent of a variety of things. And my other friend decided that he would pay for a bus ticket in order for Kingston to come and catch up with me. It's been about 20 years, maybe 19 years. I went back to Elan's when I was 20 or 21. Just had a really bad breakup. Most of the characters in Elan's were off at some festival elsewhere. I just thought it'd be a real luxury to have the space to just be in away from everything else that was going on and just, I guess, get a sense of being alone in an environment which was curious to me at best. And I think in that visit, I'm pretty sure in that visit I did catch up with Kingston. I'm pretty sure also that he might have come down to Canberra over that period of time. I really don't have much good recollection associated with these 19 years ago, but I saw him then. And from that time, I've had periodic updates through our mutual friend. And the periodic updates have been ebbing towards negative in general. I've recorded some audio in the Stone Ape feed. So see, we're talking with his friend about the time that Field of Chaos was, I think, in a second edition. But anyway, Kingston, for folks who aren't familiar with Field of Chaos, is a bit of an idiosyncratic character. He's basically a revolutionary leader that has a lot of self-questioning and ultimately the self-questioning and, to a lesser extent, mental deterioration promote relatively unique character. It's difficult to describe him outside of Field of Chaos. So if you haven't read Field of Chaos, you may not understand who Kingston is in this context. But certainly, in terms of the gentleman that I met, he's a gentleman who has had some, not a lot, but some time in adult psychiatric facilities. He's someone who has very much lived his own life but is now on permanent disability in large part through a lot of characteristics that were outlined in field of chaos and when i reflect back on him as a person i have nothing but the utmost like love like friendly friendship like love for this gentleman and it was really nice to catch up with him in that context that he had moved on from some of his anger issues and things like that i wrote field of chaos or at least the section that he was in when I was 17 and he was 18. So this is a long time ago now, 23, 22 years ago. And it was very much written literally in the two or three days after I got back from Elands. It was very much written in the kind of immediacy of what had occurred. And in that light, I feel that the writing has a certain degree of validity. I mean, certainly it represents something that I think should be out there and a certain critique associated with modern day terrorism that I think perhaps people should be slightly more mindful of, like a slightly mature version of what actually occurs in the creation of terrorist groups. That can even seem in context plausible. In any case, one of the things that Kingston in the present day left me with was what the ethics were associated with writing about mental illness in general, but more specifically his mental illness in Field of Chaos, and whether this was an affront to a human being that obviously I care about and have known and whose lives have been intertwined in large part through this writing. And what I came to reflect on was the fact that I, it's not that I don't have any responsibility associated with this, but I don't think I would have changed anything 
for the past 20 odd years, Kingston, as he exists, has followed my work. He's listened to a vast number of Stone Ape podcasts in particular. He really loved the jamming with Heron Stone. A lot of my time catching up with him was actually talking about Stone Ape and some of the ideas that we put out in Stone Ape. He stopped listening to Stone Ape before the end of the podcast. I kind of get the sense he might have stopped listening maybe nine months ago. He made reference to various things which occurred in the kind of three to five year period associated with Stone Ape. So I have a sense that he listened to some of the podcasts. He's beautiful. My YouTube clips. He's just basically been out there lurking, thinking about the stuff that I've put out. And also in the context of around the second edition, when I release some audio and these kind of things, I don't know. I mean, my perspective is I probably could have done some of this differently. I tend to not be so heavily self-critical in these circumstances because I think in general I have a relatively robust set of ethical reviews that I do associated with the things that I do, or at least relative to myself, whatever that may mean. But I think in this context, having the writing out there is actually important, and certainly some of the feedback that you gave me through the time that we spent together was the ability to return to this writing as a means of describing the way things were, at least from my perceptions then. Now, our mutual friend has a slightly different perspective on this whole thing, and it was actually rather curious with Kinks and I. I mean, what happened was I arrived early. We I saw him in the evening, and so I come back in the morning because I was staying with my brother. I arrived early in the morning, and we went off for a walk, so we wouldn't disturb the you know my friend and his sleeping partner. And we actually spent a good portion of the early day together, when I was about to leave, he kind of disappeared. He went and bought a hat and some other stuff. And then he went off to buy some more stuff, but he just disappeared. And like no one knew where he was. And when I left, he wasn't there, which I think is probably an epitaph to the circumstances around this thing. Very little normalcy, but it was wonderful to catch up with someone who my life has been intertwined with in some relatively crazy way for many years. It was also nice to hear the feedback associated with Stone Ape that there was something that actually came through this that was generally positive, and I think the more idiosyncratic people that I meet, the more folks that I seem to meet that like Stone Ape as it was. Got another short funk recording about that shortly. Tom Bubbly in San Jose, signing out. <laughs>